Hey everyone, I'm Curtis. And I'm Shank. And you're listening to the Good Buds Podcast. Let's talk some reefer. Welcome to the Good Buds Podcast, the show where good buds smoke good buds and talk about them. This is episode 3, airing Monday, August 31st, 2020, on Spotify, YouTube, Anchor FM, and more. Thanks for joining us. This episode is brought to you by the fictional Soviet cheesery, making the cheesiest fake cheese this side of the Iron Grater. At the fictional Soviet cheesery, they use cooperative forced labor to make the greatest cheese for the family land. Check out their link that absolutely won't be in the description. And now on with the show. Ha 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 ha. comrade. So how are you doing today, Shank? Oh man, I'm doing absolutely fantastic, having a beautiful day, um, just rocking in the free world, brother, and uh, I'd like to take a moment right now to shout out to Violet on Discord, who wanted me to say that I have died and come back to life, and I am the new Jesus. It's kind of a strange thing to say, it's a weird opinion, but okay. yeah, thank you for the compliment. Uh, we appreciate it. Zombie Jesus. Anyway, Curtis, how are you feeling today, brother? Uh, I'm alright, but today was a little weird. Mm-hmm. So as I was leaving my house today, the local zoo had an enclosure breach, and 30 panthers got loose. Wait, 30 huge cats were running around town? Like, Yeah, like, the animal handlers caught all but 8 of them. They figured they did enough, but there's still 8 panthers loose around here. That sounds terrible. Well, yeah, but, you know, it's a catch-22. Anyway, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you like what we're doing, check out our Patreon and consider donating to the show. We will be adding reward tiers in the future. Yes, we absolutely will. Now let's get into the review. Good buds review, good buds. So, Curtis, what are you burning today? Well, Shank, today I am burning on some Purple Rain. Purple Rain Mm -hmm. is a indica-dominant hybrid with very nice dense but light green looking nuggets they have these nice orange hairs on them that kind of blend in with the uh green color of it unless you have a light shining on it uh it has a very nice light uh crystallization all the way around the smell of it it's very strong earthy slightly musky but not like a bad musky type of smell it has small nodes of pepper and it ends with a hint of lemon. All around a very nice smelling weed. Uh, a little bit of history on it. It's actually a crossbreed of Purple Candy Kush, Chem Dog, and OG Kush. Hmm. So nice. very, very nice. Uh, very how about nice. you? What are you uh, going to be burning for us today? Well, today I am smoking some Sundial Blue Nova. Uh, from their Lift series, Blue Nova is a sativa-dominant hybrid with a sweet berry aroma and sugary flavor. The bud is dense, sticky, and rich with trichomes, with THC levels reaching up to 20%. Like the rest of the Lift series, the Blue Nova is as good for social occasions, whether that's a night on the town or a night playing video games. That's up to you. Wow, that was a really nice description. Very elegant. Very, Very nice, Shank. Oh, dude, I was just reading the side of the bottle, man. This stuff smells friggin' beautiful. We should uh, we should smoke a bowl, man. Burn some of this. Oh, uh, uh, absolutely. 
Yeah. Oh, and don't forget, uh, before we burn these bowls, um, all of the pictures of these nugs will be available on our Instagram and most likely Twitter before this podcast goes live. So check them out there. All right. With that being said, let us out, bro. Let us out. Taste. Curtis, how, how's yours burning over there, man? Very, very smooth inhale. Like, very clean on the inside. Like, I don't have any ice in my ice catcher right now, but very smooth. It's got a nice earthy umami taste to it. Uh, aftertaste is very clean and clear. Like, it's kind of one of those things that doesn't linger and stick in the inside your mouth, you know? And that's just not a tarry. Exactly. Like, I can still breathe just fine and everything. It's got these low peppery tones to it, but it's overall very smooth. Not bad. Not bad. How's yours tasting? Nice. Uh, mine is uh, like, it's like a fruit salad, man. It's like um, like this very strong mango uh, heavy fruit salad. Like if you were eating that, it had the nice sugary sweetness to it. Uh, it has light smoke with a, uh, but like when you're taking the inhale, but the nice punch on the exhale. Um, the, there are some pepper notes that you could kind of smell in the, in the smell beforehand, but, uh, it's been heavily replaced by citrus. It's a very, but not like lemony, more along the lines of an orange or a tangerine. Um, it's just a very well-rounded flavor as well. It, 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 uh, it does stick to the mouth a little bit more, I, I assume, than your strain, but, um, almost in a pleasant way. It gives you a very nice aftertaste and leaves you feeling like you just took a really nice skunky hit. Um, what are, what are the reviews? What do the reviews sites say about it? So, according to our review sites, and again, these are opinions of people who have already posted on review sites, and we will add to ours as soon as the uh, effect takes place. Opinions. According to internet, so purple rain gives off the feeling of happy, uh, a calming sensation, but not mm. a lazy calming so kind of like a euphoric body high i guess very peaceful uh people are known to be focused while smoking this and it also causes a high case of the munchies i really hope i got some chips lying around here (laughs) i hope you got some snacks nearby uh as for your blue nova it's been known to be energetic focused Mm -hmm. creative active so high sativa Mm -hmm. activity as always and surprisingly no munchies for yours. So we're kind oh, of exact man. opposites in that aspect. Oh, geez, well, I, I still mean, hope I have some chips nearby anyway. In general, we're in complete <laughs> opposites in general. But, hey, yeah, well, yeah, it's, at yeah. least they both have a color in the name. That's Bam. very, very true. Bam. Uh, that's very true. So I think it'd be fantastic. Uh, I have a joint here sitting right next to me of some of this be- some of this beast, and I would love to burn it. I know you've probably got a joint sitting right next to you on your end. How did you know? I'm psycho. I mean, psych. I, 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 uh, I won't go there. But anyway, it's 420 somewhere, so I think we should light these joints. I think so. All right, burn them, boys. Very nice. Oh, man, I love this stuff. Oh, my God, it's so tasty. It's so tasty. Oh, man. Yeah, so that's beautiful. Uh... What kind of paper are you burning off today? 
Today I am once again burning on, on my my favorites. They're the, the OCB, you know, the OCB silvers. They're beautiful. The expert, I think they call them, spelled with an X, so you know that they're edgy and modern. Even though the papers have been around for a hundred years, they want to keep current. So they're OCB experts. Uh, so what what are you burning out of today? Uh, today I am burning out of a root beer flavored Juicy J. I decided mm. root beer for this one because. Uh, with the earthy tones, there really wasn't a lot of fruit to get in the way, so I figured yeah. get that nice root from root beer, some nice uh-huh. sarsaparilla in there, and uh, it's it. matching pretty well. It's pretty good. I like that. I like that. See, it's and and you know what? It's sad, man. Mentioning ju- the juicy J's there. This is something that uh, I'm gonna need. If there's any fans out there of the podcast or anything else, once we get a PO box, like or PO boxes or whatever. Um, then you you got to send this to me because we cannot in Nova Scotia buy Juicy J's. They're not allowed to sell like flavored papers in Nova Scotia. They passed this law, get this, like months before legalization passed. Like so, le- le- before legalization, we was legalized Canada wide. Nova Scotia, one of the dudes here, got to stick up his ass and decided to make a push for making flavored papers illegal. Right. My, my assumption is it's probably because youth would be like, oh, flavored and weed and stuff like that. That's going to taste so good. Let's go do that. I'm yeah, I know. That's what their that's assumption what, is. This, yeah. Rather than, you know, rather than educating their children, they prefer to think that they're stupid. So they would rather just kind of hide the cookies than teach them not to not to steal them. Of course. When they're not supposed to. Right. But it's, like that's just how they want to operate and how they thought they should operate. So they decided to passed this law knowing that since marijuana was illegal except for medical patients, there would be very minimal pushback because it's hard to go out in public and actively protest to keep flavored papers when you're not legally allowed to mention the fact that you smoke cannabis with them because it was still not legal aside from medical purposes. And how many people actively admit that they roll their own cigarettes with Juicy J flavored papers? With Juicy J papers, exactly. So it's it's one of those things where they knew that there would be minimal pushback, but it would be a success that they could put on their political resume. It was something that they they knew. Strategically, it was like a smart move for them because it was a sure win. And and nobody could push back. Nobody could push back. But if they hadn't done it now... Yeah, if they had have done it now, there would have been an extremely massive pushback. It would, never would have gone through. It never would have passed. Right. But because they chose to do it just before legalization, nobody really was able to go out strongly. There was some protest, but it was a meek protest compared to, Yeah. you know, if it was legal and everybody was allowed to smoke weed above age, you know, legally and responsibly, then they basically would be able to go out and protest and go out and petition and stuff like that. And it would, you know, so he knew that it wouldn't, I'm not going to mention his name as a politician because he's done a lot of good things as well. You know, he's not a total, not important. And ultimately it doesn't matter for the story, but yeah, it just sucks that you guys can't get get flavored papers or really flavored tobacco product of any kind here. We can't, you can no longer get, which um, can you guys get, can you guys get uh, cartridges there, you know, for yes. pens and yes. stuff? We exactly. can, yes. And those uh, are yeah. flavored way more than any of these I know. papers ever would be. Big time. Big so, time. And so, it's exactly, kinda, right? Big time. Like, and it's so, one of those it's, things. Yeah, it's, it's one of those, like, silly things where they don't fully understand something. 
And so they figured the best way to do it is to just basically try to hide it away rather than like learn about it and educate other people about it. And so, but I ultimately, even though it was a long-term loss, it was a short-term win for me though. Because, yeah, because I went to the smoke shop near where I live here and they had uh, GCJs on sale for 70% off just before they were like the law passed to make them illegal. They had them on for 70% off, so I bought, like, four boxes, like, not not four packs, but four boxes of absinthe-flavored papers, because they're my absolute favorite, favorite absinthe flute flavor. favor? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. flute favor. No, that's fine, man. I don't worry about it. <laughs> but it's my favorite. I'm not apologizing to you. No, don't apologize. I know. Um, yeah, I'm sorry to the audience as well. Exactly. I'm so sorry. Um, but, uh, but, it's, but the absinthe favor flavor is my favorite one. Um, so I bought four boxes of them and it cost me nothing. Like it was like dirt cheap and I was stoked, but those are all long, long gone now. Oh yeah. Burned, burned into the ash of time, but it was, it was just short term win. I don't, (laughs) I don't fully check the entire section of juicy J's because now there's just so many of them. I know a couple of the ones that I like right off the bat. Dog poop flavor. (laughs) No, but there's like candy cane, which I buy one pack. I buy a pack of those every Christmas. Oh Um, yeah. They're lit dude. And you curve your joint. Do you bend your joint when you roll them too? Of course. Yes. Yes. Make a little candy crook. Candy crook. Yeah. I only make, I make minis. I make many yeah. candy canes. Oh, like, do you? Oh, yeah. see, I roll like the, the double paper that, two uh, papers long, and then I bend it over my thumb. Like the one that your teacher gave you in high school, but he also had to give it to everybody else in every single I, hour. Oh, yeah. So, so the, yeah, didn't want to spend a lot ones. of money on the full-size ones. Yeah. The air quotes, fun-sized ones. Yeah. Just saying, anybody that calls candy that is smaller, fun-sized, is not a marketing genius. He's an asshole. Because fun-sized candy bars and fun-sized anything is bigger. <laughs> like, come on, dude. Whoever thought that those little size, Snickers bars were fun-sized, that's wrong. It should be mini-sized, full-sized, king-sized, and then fun-sized, which should yeah, be because, comedically oversized. Yeah, big enough anything. for me to skateboard on. Like, if I buy a fun-sized Hershey bar, I should be able to put skateboard trucks on it and bomb down a hill. See, like, I'm, you know? no, I'm thinking of the size of that Wonka bar before it went through the shrink ray. Yeah, dog. Yeah, see, the one that, one that you can went... lay on if you forget if your mattress gets repossessed, you can sleep on it. Exactly, or eat it, <laughs> or eat it. You know, yeah, because you're sad. On, depends on what your comes bed from. got repossessed. You well, must be in a really rough financial spot if your bed well, gets repossessed. If your bed gets repossessed, probably the rest of your house got repossessed. So they ain't taking my chocolate bar though. <laughs> this is my this is my bedroom, my food <laughs> source, and my lover. <laughs> I, I bit a hole in the bottom three weeks ago. <laughs> Oh, Jimmy Christmas. <laughs> this wasn't originally a cream-filled chocolate bar. <laughs> oh, jeez. Is that we nougat? No, it's not it. <laughs> not it. Uh, yeah, you know, it ain't Nutella. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. I know, it's absolutely terrible. It's absolutely horrible. Okay. But that's what I mean. Fun size should be fun size. It should be big, you know? Like, exactly. but, but at the same time, not just I big, know what you're talking about with those big. Joints comedically big yes but i get what you mean by those like little like little candy candy oh, canes yeah. that you get yeah, there we were that talking are just, about like, papers yeah, um no i dig it the, yeah. yeah no i dig it like with the with the candy cane papers just rolling one joint like and then making it a little thinner and kind of bending it over so it looks like it you know like yeah so back then like anyway the ones, so you can hang it from the tree <laughs> you go ahead those are nice 
so yeah, I do get a pack of Juicy J's every Christmas. Um, mm-hmm. And then I also get root beer, uh, banana, occasionally if they have them. Some places mm-hmm. don't because they don't sell too how well. Do sp- how, do you, how do you spell bananas again? Uh, Gwen Stefani? B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Ah, thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you have Gwen Stefani in your closet. I mean, I'm glad that Gwen no. Stefani helped us spell Shank. that Shank. from wherever Shank. she is. You know that I renamed my Alexa Gwen Stefani. She is Bay. She is Bay. I hear you. There's nothing about Spiderwebs. I bought an Alexa just so I can name her Gwen Stefani, and only thing she's there to do is dispel bananas for me. It's true. <laughs> no, she also was... she also sings uh, "I Saw a Red" by Sublime. Her part. <laughs> Oh, that's spectacular. See, now I've got the okay Google thing, and I love it because it calls me Batman. But anyway. Yeah, anyway. So papers. Yeah. Papers. You've got banana papers. All these other ones and stuff. Um, but I never really check to see if they have absinthe. So next time yeah. I go to the store, I definitely got to check to see that they got absinthe flavor ones. Please do. I, like, do I And just, also, they're black magic. If you get the two favorite ones, I've I had hate. Bla- I have black magic. Yeah. Yeah, prefacing. I love black magic. Yeah, I was gonna say prefacing this with anything. I absolutely loathe black licorice. I can't stand it. Black licorice to me is like you know Superman if he like gargled kryptonite water and was like whoa, 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 and then like spit it out and then had someone slap him in the face. That's how well, I feel he's... every time I eat black licorice. If he spit it out, he would probably be throwing up gallons of blood. Yeah, I know, right? So, like, but... and then someone came along and slapped him in the face. That's how I feel every time I think about eating black licorice. I don't like it at all. Damn, but black mad. Yeah, I know it's bad, right? Funny, oddly enough, I can drink Uzo and Jaeger no problem, even though they're black licorice. <laughs> so I don't know what that means. But anyway. But anyway, so, but black magic papers apparently based on the description that i didn't write some dude wrote it online it's supposed to be black black licorice mixed with like other stuff but when though when i tasted those papers i was like what is this this witchcraft it it tasted like a blackberry (laughs) version of that new car air freshener like i know but not like it tastes like it smells right it's yeah. weird. It's so because it's weird different. To like it's different taste, and you know, like how something. I always have a problem with that too, because I, I'll say that something tastes li- like floral, and people will be like, "Dude, flowers taste gross." Like I, I ate a flower once no, when I was a kid. Like I bitter. Like it was bitter. Smell. Like no, like yeah, it tastes like it smells. It doesn't taste like you ate an actual flower. Like you're not taking a bite out of a rose. Like, you're just like when you I get say the it, smell of a rose. Or like we would say it's smell. earthy. It's not like we're yeah. going outside and eating dirt. It. Tastes I'm not like biting. I'm not rooty. biting grass. It tastes like earthy. You like don't really know like how a to... mushroom. Like that. Like how a mushroom has that undescri- indescribable quality. It's not spicy. It's not tangy. It's not tart. That's why we say umami all the time because it's a great word that For... describes what that flavor is. It describes undescribable. <laughs> yeah, it describes that flavor of earthiness. That dis- that flavor of like mushrooms and truffles. Like right. it's it's got that. You know, it's, it's that's if why we want to say it tastes word. like dirt. It tastes like fucking dirt oh yeah i've smoked weed that tasted like dirt before i remember there was this old tin weed that my buddy found back in like oh geez i don't know i'm not gonna date myself so it was when it was a long time ago and like so dude found this this tin weed in his uncle's shed 
sorry to his uncle for stealing his weed. Not really. We saved you from that shitty stash. And so we, we burnt the stuff, and it literally tasted like dirt. It was like, it was weed. It was, you know, but it was obviously either really old or really bad or just whatever, but we still got baked. Oh, <laughs> we still got baked. But... at that point. <laughs> no, uh, we, we did not complain. We definitely complained because our mouths taste like, tasted like dirt for ages, but... You know, we uh, <laughs> we still got high. So, but uh, yeah, that was so. We if we if Curtis and I wanted to describe weed as tasting like dirt, we would definitely say the word dirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, how's this? Uh, how's this weed starting to make you feel, Curtis? You getting any kind of reaction to it yet? I mean, I'm feeling a little definitely calm. I'm definitely focused on what we're talking about, and I'm feeling happy. But that's just because you're a good bud. Uh, yeah, I hear you, buddy. You know, I was honestly, I would describe the same feeling. Um, have the munchies hit you yet? I am not all that hungry yet, but right. I will let I'll, you know I'll, when my face gets full. I was going to say, I'll try to avoid mentioning munchies just so that it doesn't get on the mind, but uh, I am not currently feeling the munchies, but that's because I stuffed my face with as many chips as I could before recording this podcast because I didn't want to be that guy that I am when we play on PlayStation's, uh, like party chat and stuff when I'm just crunching chips every time I die, which is all the time. Of course, of course. Yeah. The, not on the podcast. Um, they, they can see that on my YouTube channel, and potentially your YouTube channel. They'll probably hear me crunching over you in some of your videos. Oh, link in the description. Down there. Boom, skip, boom. Boom, skip, boom. Uh, that's good, man. So, yeah, like, uh, um, so there's, like, all kinds of crazy stuff going on in the world today and then i'm not even talking about politics or any 2020 dude, disasters dude, i'm talking about all that stuff tell me what's I'm going talking on about. what do you see what do you talk yeah. about what are you talking about i'm talking about i'm talking about u.s border officials right okay okay these dudes are, they're doing a good job they do honestly i'm not gonna lie they do a great job they protect shit they stop you know like bad people sometimes and good people like what do they do? unfortunately get caught but this time they stopped a truck driver all right. And they and they seized from his truck over one thousand pounds of high grade cannabis. That is a lot of dank. That is a lot of dank. Now, can you guess where this is? And it's relevant. It's relevant to us in this podcast. Did did it happen here? That's right, brother. They passed through Detroit. Are you fucking kidding me? It's yeah, legal it's, here. It's legal know, there. It's, it's why legal is this? Why? I know the the, the drug the drug sniffing dogs should have just been like, nope, not coke. Let them through. You know, like it's it's crazy. I, but you will, but the Fort Street cargo facility, right? This is place. Right. The, you know, over one thousand pounds. Like it's like obscene, man. That obscene. is ridiculous. Those guys are getting fucking ripped tonight they're they're border getting so is. baked everybody everybody yeah everybody who works for that border like patrol office is getting stoned as hell tonight i hope they i hope that they seized over a thousand pounds of potato chips too because so. they gonna need them they're there, gonna was need a lace, them there was a lace truck behind it they're covered <laughs> yeah they're, hey, they're, you they're need covered. to pull over too yeah sorry sir sorry sir we're not allowed you to pa- we're not well, allowing actually, you to pass through with this truck. We're gonna have to send you back uh, in a cab, and uh, we'll send the truck back tomorrow. If well, actually, it was actually process. it was Michigan, so it was probably better made chips and Fago. 
<laughs> Fago and yeah, Fago and Better Made Chips. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But yeah, man. So that is what is going on right now in the world. That is like you know, like here. Let's of see all what the else. things 2020 had to drop on our heads. Well, let's see what else is going on. Pounds, let's see what else pounds. is going on in some marijuana news. Um, yeah, what else is hitting the hitting oh, the weed news? Pennsylvania governor calls for legalizing marijuana as part of the COVID nineteen economic relief plan. That is a you know what two that things. That would be a solid One, idea. Solid idea. Yeah, that's the first and foremost thing. Solid idea. I think legalizing marijuana everywhere is in the world's best interest right now. I mean, right now we need it. Trust me. Uh, and so, according <laughs> to his, the uh, thing, yeah. Well, oh, go ahead. Uh, you know what? Go ahead. Finish your part. Oh no, I was going to say in the second, the second uh, most thing about that uh, about that statement is, man, people will be so high that they'll just stay home. <laughs> True. They'll just, yeah, yeah. They'll just, you know, just make sure that they sell more indicas than sativas, and people will get couch locked and just chill out. Netflix sales will go up. You know, like online, online. I hope not, providers. but that's a that's a story you know. for another day. Um, yeah, but yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, according to uh, outlined priest or a press release that he had that was outlined, uh, the. Legalization of recreational marijuana will have some proceeds that are going to grants for existing small businesses and 50% of the funds dedicated to historically disadvantaged uh, businesses. So businesses that have gone so fucking south that they may not even be able to recover after this. Well, yeah, no, that's, I think that's a fantastic idea because not only that, like if it's legalized, like that's good for like, I mean, that's just outlining the benefit of the short term economics, right? We're talking like, that'll be an immediate impact. That'll be something that within, within months of legalization, you can generate the kind of income to support that plan. But in the long term, that money, like look at places like Colorado, Washington, like, I mean, Detroit, all of Colorado, um, like, or I mean, all, all of, of Canada, Colorado, like, all, all of Canada, Canada and like, all of Michigan. Yeah, exactly right. So all of Michigan, um, and like it's even like, here it, after know, they. One of the it, worst parts about Michigan was our road system, and after recreational marijuana, we somehow we had a huge money grant, and we were able to fix quite a bit of the roads. I mean, they're not. Isn't perfect, it incredible but, how if there's a taxable market that's extremely massive that you tap into, that it generates taxable income that you can use to put towards things that taxes pay for? Yeah, it's like it's highly crazy, profitable man. somehow like, because people want that thing somehow. It, wow, not, if only dude, it like I, grew out of the ground like fucking weeds almost with like dude, almost I no failed. care. I would have failed. I would have failed math class if I didn't threaten to say that. No, I know. No, no. I was gonna say I would have failed math class if I didn't threaten to say that the teacher touched me. That didn't really happen. That didn't happen. Um, but I did do poorly in math. But um, like, even I can see that, you know. And like, I've seen it just on an actual base level. Like, you look at like Colorado. They immediately started making hand over fist money that they can put back into their state to make it better. And Canada's done the same thing. Like, all the taxes coming from the weed, aside from the bits that are being embezzled by fucking politicians or whatever, are going back into Canada and making it a better place, right? And making it healthier and safer and just better overall than it has been. And so I think it, it, it's a great move for the states. It's, it's slow going, but Curtis, you know what's happening. Of course. You know what it is. Oh, here's it's, some more news for you, Shane. Oh, more news. Hit me up. You're about to receive... Five. Count them five. That is one, two, three, four. Uh, fuck. Five. Yeah. Uh, five. New <laughs> new cannabis drinks to hit the shelves of Canada. Oh, 
buddy. Cannabis infused, a mix of CBD and THC infused drinks contain low doses of cannabis ranging from 2.5 milligrams to 5 milligrams. Well, looks like I have something to review on a future episode. <laughs> Ooh, if I can get a hold of one of those, that would be nice. Um, let me try to I'll, I'll find see what the actual I'll names find, of these are. I'll find a way to secretly mail you one. I hope no NSA agents are listening to this. Fuck you if you are. <laughs> it looks like they... There's no trust for the products currently for the Ontario Cannabis Store. Mm-hmm. So... I'm nowhere near there, but I have friends in Ontario that I can, the, can get. Actually, a family in company Ontario, says products have begun to roll out and will continue to hit the market in the months ahead. Uh, I'm trying to see if it's going to. Yeah, it looks like they're starting from there because they are based out of Belleville. That makes sense. Ontario is like um, kind of like just for reference, Ontario is kind of like the. Ontario like, is close to me. Ontario yeah. is pretty much close to me, and Nova Scotia is farther west than Maine. No, east. Yeah, yeah, it's farther. Yeah, no. Sorry, farther uh, east, farther east, east than Maine. Yeah, so if you if you go to the west into New Brunswick, and then you go directly straight down, you'll hit Maine. Um, and uh, so, but um, but but Ontario is kind of the center of Canada. I, I was in Toronto for a little while, actually. A beautiful city. Very busy city. Um, I it doesn't suit my uh, my lifestyle very well, except for the fact that people don't sleep there, and I never sleep either. Um, so I mean that that fit very well, and the music scene there is phenomenal. But um, it's like center of Canada, and they have like they on cannabis on the forefront of cannabis. Actually, a good friend of mine that I hope to have on this podcast in the future um, worked at a dispensary in Ontario. Um, and, uh, basically they had, even before legalization, they were acting as, it, it's almost like how, like the cops just generally let people do it because everybody's doing it sometimes when it's not harmful. It, they had open cannabis retail locations in Ontario before it was legal. Hmm. And they just kind of did. They, I mean, they moved every now and then. They would get raided, and they would get shut down, and they would get raided, and they would get shut down. And they would reopen like every single time, under a slightly different name in a slight in a different location. Um, it works. But it they, works. Yeah, but they always open back up, man. And like, for the most part, they served the commu- the community. Like they were basically a safe place to buy marijuana. That, you know, they had very fair prices. They did not charge exorbitant prices they weren't like oh we're gonna like we're the only place in town so we can charge whatever we they didn't do that they were like actually fair uh medical patients they wouldn't even charge um they'd actually just give it to medical patients um and and yeah man and so it was they were phenomenal and they were doing this before legalization happened and they all got shut down every single one of them when legalizations hit they changed the way that they would allow marijuana to be sold like, for example, here in Nova Scotia, we actually sell it in the liquor store. Um, like, same place. I could buy rum at the same place I buy, you know, sour diesel. Which, Which is, as an American, that's fucking crazy because we have to go through goddamn dispensaries, IDs, all that other special shit. I assume yeah. it's in, a like, some form of separated section. Yeah, yeah, it... almost like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's almost like a beer room, like how you know how they have like a beer yeah. cooler. 
Well, imagine if beside the beer cooler there or was like, like a, another kind of like door, or like a cigar humidor, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, but well, not not quite because you have you still have to go into a separate room area where they have uh, desks set up. Um, they have a few strains directly on display, and all of the other strains are in a wall of cabinets um, that, at any given time, they have about. On display, they have about like six-ish hundred displays um, of different types of marijuana, some edibles and stuff like that. And they rotate out different strains, um, like I think every now and then. Like if they if one runs out, they'll take it out and they'll go grab another one from out back and rotate it out or whatever. Um, but uh, it's like you just go in there, you pick the strains you want, you walk up, you're just kind of like, yeah, I want that, 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 that. You know, here's my ID to show that I'm over, right, you know, right. over nineteen. Give me, you know, beep, done. Give me my weed, I'm out. You go home, man, it's beautiful. Um, but, like, you know, like, before it was like that, they were doing that in Ontario. They were treating it like that. You could just walk in, be like, yeah, I want some of that, some of that. Get Here's some money. You know, here's my ID to show that I am old, not over 19. Here's some money. Go home, right? And, uh, like, they shut all of them down when legalization passed because they wanted to change the way that they sold it in Ontario. Right. They Obviously, wanted to sell it at the some yeah. form of tax some form of this exactly and all of these businesses they they didn't want to basically encourage the fact that they were operating illegally previously even though what they're doing is now legal right so they have to comply like oh this is how we did it before no we weren't operating before exactly right it's like no you shouldn't have been doing that before right so yeah so they all had to shut down and it kind of sucked um for a lot of people yeah for a lot of people but i mean a lot of them got back into the business in different capacities and they're working for like grow uh businesses now or they're working for other dispensaries that are legal dispensaries or whatever um and so it's 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 crazy man but like you know legalization it helps overall like even though it does hurt it's gonna hurt a few people it's gonna suck honestly in the beginning it's gonna suck for like most people like if you're listening to this in a non-legal place for a lot of people it's gonna suck a little bit but ultimately, it's going to help everything. It'll become a lot more convenient, a lot more easy as time goes on. You know, it, it'll improve your state. I'm sure you've seen that, Curtis, in, in your state. Like you were saying, the roads are oh yeah, mysteriously fixed. Absolutely. <laughs> it's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. Um, yeah. But also, uh, Curtis, I think you were telling me that um, there was some gaming news that I missed out on because I was doing stuff earlier today. And you were going to tell me about it now. So what was that? <laughs> uh, so have you heard anything about the uh, Call of Duty Warzone event that happened today? I heard that it exists, and I may or may not have caught like 30 seconds of a stream of it while I was in between pooping and doing what I was supposed to do. Well, how much of that 30 seconds did you may or may not have seen? I saw our good friend Isaac sprinting frantically away from someone shooting him in the butthole. His name is uh, Help My Leg on... Or wait, is it Help My Leg? No, it's just My Leg on YouTube. Yeah, My Leg on YouTube. Uh, we'll throw a link with, for him. Yeah, throw a link in the description. It's My Leg with three Gs. Yeah, three Gs. Like, My Leg! Yeah! <laughs> um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, so that's about all I saw. I didn't see a whole lot. I was in the middle of doing some stuff. Gotcha, gotcha. So, <laughs> for anybody who hasn't seen it today or didn't, you know, if you haven't checked it out, not today, but when it happened, 
Uh, so essentially, Warzone had this event where it was the reveal event for Cold War Blackout that's coming out. Call of Duty Blackout Cold War. I have heard of this. Um, so the event was a limited time uh, mode in Warzone. It was between... You could have anybody go in there. It was up to a four-person squad. It was... You were able to respawn. You loaded in with whatever loadout you selected. And the point was you had to do four objectives. Now, these four objectives were you had to collect map intel, which you found from just looting off of uh, corpses, you know, people that you shot, people that you killed... Or you looted them from loot boxes. Once you find five of them, then it unlocks a certain area on the map where a key is going to be located. You go to the area, find the key. Once you have the key, you then have to go to a new area to find more intel. And once you got to that area, you then had to go and find a weapon. Once you find the weapon... Now, unlocking all this stuff just unlocked, like, cosmetic stuff in the game, really. Yeah. Um, which, it was kind of cool. I only got three of the four things on my playthrough. I only got to play one game before work. I had to leave today. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was fine, because through that one, I still stayed through to the end. Uh, yeah, I was actually playing with Isaac. Just, uh, oh, he nice. was, like, I was in my own game, he was in his own game, because it was taking a while for it to load up, because the servers were getting screwed over oh i can dig it yeah that many so, people trying to get on at the same time like yeah. ugh. i was in it's the like ga- it's like it's like fall guys um just oh. picturing door crash oh, yeah <laughs> Fact. world war z simulator world war z simulator but squeezing peas through a syringe <laughs> so yeah the servers were a little janky so rather than getting into a match together i got into a match and then he got into one like a minute later or so so once you get to the end of the match, like, it only runs for about ten minutes or so. After ten minutes, I lost all of my weapons, I got randomly parachuted somewhere in the re- middle of the map, and it just said, run to stadium. So, full sprint, ran to stadium, while I'm running to stadium, all these, and during the course of the whole game, this whole glitching effect is happening on the side of my screen, like in Black Ops 1. Yeah, you know, oh... Yeah, that grip, awesome like kind of that glitchy, with the numbers and like exactly. the, like it's glitching in and then the and, type yeah. in exactly. So this whole effect is going on through the entire game. Oh, I love the original Black Ops. I'm so excited. And as I'm running closer yeah. to the stadium during this last part of the game, it's just getting stronger and heavier. And then eventually, like the screen cuts away and it goes to something completely different, and then comes back and you're still running. And then you finally run into the stadium. Mind you, during this whole thing, you're timed. If you don't make it there in 30 seconds, I don't know what happens. Yeah, I'm I don't want to find out. Yeah. But, yeah. So, so I managed to get to the stadium. Uh, another little short thing played. And then they played the teaser that they played, uh, or that got released, I don't know, a couple days ago? Before? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so they played that little teaser, which was cool, and I'm like, okay, I guess that's all they're going to play. Boom. Trailer for COD War. Uh, Call of Duty, Black Ops, Civil Cold War. War. Cold War. Or Cold War. 
Uh, Civil War. Yeah, People Civil are... War. Muskets. You motherfucker. I fucked your mom. <laughs> you wait until I reload this musket. Uh, UN bomb. <laughs> It'd be the worst. Oh, man. Can you imagine? Um, Avast ye. I banged your mother. This isn't pirates. <laughs> How do you think the Civil War went? Anyway. There were pirates so no. in the Civil War, weren't there? Or at least people who didn't know how to speak English properly. No, bad shank. Bad shank. No. <laughs> so anyway, so they released the Cold War trailer. And that trailer yeah. looked sick as shit. So, obviously, Cold War, so it's 1980s era, pretty much. Yeah, uh, but apparently the storyline picks up directly after the first one, because in number two it got like more modernized. So this is a direct sequel to Black Ops One, pretty much, is what it's sounding like. It takes place in the late nineteen eighties, or in the nineteen eighties, early seven, late seventies, early eighties. Oh yeah, so it is like right around the uh, the time of because I know that uh, Black Ops the first one was like had some bits of like vietnam and shit in it didn't it exactly this one's supposed to have so, a little bit more of vietnam in it as well and it's also so that's awesome this is also I, I'm, based, yeah, it's also based on a real life code name and backstory of a potential soviet spy thought to have infiltrated the united states government named perseus supposed to be uh -huh. a key factor of this uh, well i'm excited because i mean that's the thing is i know that Mason, it's crazy because they skipped over, like you said, the, the with Black Ops 2, they jumped, they did a big time jump, big time jump, and they just kind of glossed over Mason's, like, mission history. They were kind of like, oh, yeah, Mason did a lot of exciting shit after uh, Black Ops there, but uh, anyway, how about older Mason who's been through shit, but he's years older, and that's the stuff he went through, you don't need to know about exactly. that, don't worry, it's fine. It's fine. Um, but, like, you know, like, so, I mean, it's, like, there's so much more, too, in between there, that time scale. So, I think it's going to be really exciting yeah. to... Uh, in, the, in the trailer, you can even see Alex Woods, Frank Mason, and Jason Hudson, all yee! central players from the original Black Ops. Yeah. It's pretty nice. Yeah. And then it's also cool like, because yeah. there was also a... Uh, realist, or they're also obviously showing some real historical figures in there as well. Yeah, uh, I didn't see too many like realistic guys so much on the communist side, but they did have a really good-looking president, uh, Ronald Reagan, which was really dude. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I saw a screen cap of that, and he looked like it's great. It looked great. It looked. I was like, man. Like, I was like, I was like, I hope I get to play as Reagan Warzone, man. That'd be awesome. <laughs> like just run Reagan through. Reagan smash. Just run through. Reagan you ready for him. some Reagan? You ready for some Reaganomic rage? Ah! Oh my God! I, I used will, to be an actor. I will pay any price. <laughs> I will, to play I will do as that, fucking honestly. Ronald Reagan in Warzone. I would give them exactly four dollars and twenty cents. I will play any. I'll pay anything to play Ronald Reagan in anything that they give us. Dude, well, you could play JFK and fucking. Dude, oh my I god! Know. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Dude, they're gonna have zombies in this, right? Obviously, it's, it's a throwback so. to Black Ops. I mean, we're, they've well, already tweeted out yeah, stuff about. I remember I saw a tweet on Twitter that they put out, here's and the, they were like, "It was obviously here's, zombies." Here's the thing: they unfortunately they didn't post anything in this trailer, but at the end of it, they said that they're gonna release the multiplayer. Uh, release 
event on September 9th. So my thought process is Treyarch is one of those companies where their fan base for their Call of Duty games is based in threes. You have your people who love their campaigns and their story arcs. You have their people who love the competitive aspect of their multiplayer. And you have the people who love the fun horde mode of the zombies and the ruthlessness of that. Yeah, and even and those are though, they, even those can they... get split up further. So I think they're splitting their release events into three as well. So this was their campaign release. Obviously, they already said that they're doing the multiplayer release, and I think at the end well, of yeah. multiplayer, they're going to do a little teaser for zombies and lead that into a, uh, you know, a zombies release trailer. Well, own. I think that's the thing is like they've already really strongly hinted at it though because they've mentioned like Verdansk and stuff like that, and they've mentioned like you know like a lot of the things that have mentioned been mentioned previously in other zombie things and like kind of hints along the way. So aside from straight up saying yes, zombies, oh, well, it, it's not going to be like yes, zombies are definitely in there, but I mean let's face it, in Treyarch Studios Twitter bio, it even says. The, 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 this is the official Treyarch Studios Twitter account and the birthplace of Call of Duty Zombies. Oh, yeah. Like, straight up, right? So it's like, it's right at, right first thing you see on the Treyarch Studios uh It's Treyarch. You already and, and pretty much know they're going to do something into yeah. it. I so guess what the I'm real... stoked for is maybe they'll do another, you remember, five? Yeah. That would be cool. Ooh. Another five JFK, or... Yeah. Well, JFK, already... Castro... They already did remake it in Black yeah. Ops 4 with Classified, but, but they made they can do a new version. Right. With like Ragged. Uh, Raggedomics! <laughs> something in like a... I don't know. Maybe like a Hollywood thing where he returns to Hollywood. Or it's like a young Reagan exactly. when he's still on the set with the monkey. Exactly, man. I think it would be... They, it would be a severe missed opportunity from Treyarch. If anybody from Treyarch is I'm listening sure. to this right now, which I highly doubt anybody is, but if you are, you're awesome for listening. Thank you so much. You should like, comment, and subscribe. Also, go on our Instagram, our YouTube, and all of our other pages. Quit plugging to the anyway. And anyway, but, yeah. but you should like totally. You'll miss the opportunity, Treyarch, if you don't put a young Regan and a monkey as playable characters in your zombie game mode. You'll Look, miss an they already, they already. I'll still play. They already gave us a monkey in Black yeah, Ops but we 4, need... but they'll give us yeah, a new we... one. They'll give us new one. Yeah, we need a new one. A new we monkey. Need... And that's the thing. <laughs> we just got to wait and see for the reveal trailer, because we don't even know. Because they say zombies, but does that mean they're going to continue further with the original guys, who are pretty much way past anything to make any sort of fucking logical sense to use them, other than, yeah. oh, another timeline. It yeah, would be cool, or but I know which one, would be kind I really of, hope I'd they be don't. Silly. I hope they don't. I hope, I hope they, they go back to closer to the original format where no. it's more of a tower defense I, that branches out. No, I hope they continue the storyline of the chaos from or the mm. Aether story. No, the chaos storyline from Black Ops Four. Those guys never really got a good end, and it kind of disappoints me. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not I wrong. Mean, and since it is in the Black Ops series, since it is also in the Black Ops series, though they could definitely do that like I mean, they that, could be like that yeah. could just be the continuation and that's more than likely what they're going to do but they're probably going to find a way might... to tie it in with the other guys too they might i bet that i bet might... that they're going to like 
link it together somehow. I don't know, man. Well, this is all speculation, by the way, guys. If anybody's listening to we this and going, know. oh, do these guys have inside information? We don't. No. Where did they get these sources? We're literally stoned making stuff up right now about a game that we're excited to play eventually. If you guys have any speculations, we totally want to hear them, too. Like, I don't care what they are. Put them in the comments below. Like, if you think that, like, Woods is going to have this magical ability where he can, like, rip off one of his nipples and blow up a tank, put it in the comments. I'm all ears. But, like, yeah, like, just, I want to know, because this game looks interesting. I don't know. That's another possible uh, process is, do they even continue on with any storyline, or do they just continue on with something brand new? Like, it just starts off as, like, zombies in the Vietnam jungle or zombies See, I, you in know a what I, Russian missile silo. Zombies you know what I half mi- hope? Zombies during the Cuban Missile Crisis. Yeah, I half hope that they do the same thing that they did with the base Call of Duty, like, the remaster they did for, like, Modern Warfare that we play all the time. With that game... What they did with that was amazing because they retained the spirit of the original, but they went past it. They were like, we're not going to copy the original. We're going to do something that's got the spirit of the original, but is better, right? That like has more modern ideas, more modern game modes, more things that, you know, our audience, we know our audience currently enjoys rather than a rehash of the original game, because they don't mind if you go back and play the original game, then you're buying two copies, right? Right. Um, So, basically, like, with this new one, what I hope that they do, the thing that I really hope they do, is that they go with the spirit of the original Black Ops, but do something different. Like, don't worry about the original timeline that they, they set in stone or whatever. Just keep the spirit of it, keep the general story of it, Keep the characters true to the characters, you know, like so that they're still represented the way they should be, and do something different with the multiplayer. Like, don't copy the zombies that they've done before in the past. Do something new and innovative with the zombies, like they did with their Warzone. Even though people will say, "Oh, it's a battle royale. Warzone's a battle royale. It's not innovative. They just copied other games." They did with their series. It is. It's something they didn't try before very much. Like, they had previously in, what, Black Ops 4, I think? Yeah. Yeah, in Black Ops 4. And it was, they did pretty well there, but they didn't they go full it. bore. They nailed it. And they nailed Warzone. it. Yeah, they nailed it. And with Warzone, they nailed it. And they, figure, they, they figured they're going to hold on to that. But in the, in the zombies and in the, in the multiplayer modes, I think that's where they should look for new diversity. Because people aren't playing the same like people will always love 1v1 on rust they'll always love that kind of stuff right for nostalgia's sake but for the most part all of the other broken maps they don't need them the maps that people complain about constantly they could completely revamp them into new maps and people will not they won't whine because they won't miss those crappy maps they'll be stoked that they're completely renovated and different and like so it's like but there will always be a few vocal people obviously you know as well as I do, that Nuketown. Yeah, the that's the main thing Nuketown. I'm waiting for. I know Nuketown. Oh my god, I can't Cold wait War to Nuketown. see Cold War Nuketown. You know, I what, mean, though? in Black Ops Four, since, they already did the Moscow Cold War, one. though. Since it's a Cold War, though, right? If it represents the real Cold War, then the nuke will never drop. Mm-hmm. Oh no, wait, they still did nuclear and, testing. Never mind. It's not because it's a nuclear. Te- it's a nuclear test town, so the the nuke will drop. 
because they, there's a because there's a because they still had nuclear testing and I, I suppose Nuketown does take place on a nuclear testing facility like kind of oh. bombing range. I was thinking, but hmm. this in this case I don't know what they'll do. It probably will it be they have to have Nuketown. I don't think anyone will buy the game if they don't. Well, they've done normal, slightly futuristic, more futuristic, Russian. Russian. I mean. Now they Vietnam? gotta do 1980s, 1980s fucking, no, not even Vietnam, they'll do like 1980s, like, synth pop, like, pastel, like, retro, kinda, like, right, retro look. Like, Back to the Future. I don't know, they might just have it where it's already destroyed. Alright, so munchies are cooking in, I'm having a cliff <laughs> bar now. Munchies are cooking in. Oh. That's where I would insert a song if I wasn't feeling too lazy to make a song to put onto this podcast. Maybe in the future, I'll make a sound clip. If there, if this, if this gets enough attention from people, then I will uh, make a sound clip for the future for when either Curtis or myself have the munchies kick in for us, because we'll notify you as well as each other when that kicks in, and I'll I'll put it into the uh, podcast magically. Um, yeah, so that's good, man, Chris. How's that cliff fire treating you, bro? It's pretty tasty. Pretty tasty. Nice, man. What flavor? Chocolate chip. Oh, yeah. Gotta love that chocolate chip, man. Gotta love that chocolate chip. It's, um, like, I know my favorite... I had a coconut something. I have, I have coconut chocolate chip here, too. Yeah, that's one that I had before, and it was like... It was like a delicious flavor orgasm in my mouth. If if you want to take any advice from a stoner, here it is. Do not try the coffee cliff bars because they're made with actual coffee beans and they hurt my teeth. Yeah, just just, just I mean <coughs> I mean yeah. not trying to hurt Cliff Bar, eat any other thing by Cliff Bar because they're fucking amazing. Yeah, not sp- hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored, but I don't like their coffee ones. Yeah, see, the only coffee thing that I enjoy aside from actual coffee is chocolate-covered coffee beans. I used to love eating those. I would, like, buy, like, roasted chocolate-covered coffee beans, and I would, like, just eat them, and I would be wired as hell. And this was, like, before my my cannabis smoking days. This was before I even smoked weed. And it was kind of like, you know, I was looking for something to just make life a little bit more fun, (laughs) you know? And I hadn't quite found the thing that balanced it yet, so I went a little bit on the way opposite end of the spectrum and kind of was a little bit more hyperactive because of the cannabis, like not the cannabis, the uh, coffee beans. Hmm. Uh, so I, 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 I tapered off of that habit. Now I just drink like four cups of coffee a day and I don't eat chocolate-covered coffee beans anymore. <laughs> but huh. I do like Cliff Bars. Oh, yeah. Hashtag not sponsored. Either way, it's a good time to... Or... It's a good way to, you know, start your day, get everything right. But, yeah. But unfortunately, speaking of times, looks like we're running out of time for today. Ooh. Time to roll one for the road. And uh, thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next week. Yeah, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and scream this at all of your family members the next time you have a get-together uh, that they need to subscribe and also do the same thing to our podcast. Yeah. Later, later, buds. Later.